I'm Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your I Heart My Life show host. I always say I'm just a girl from Ohio with really big dreams. And now I work from home running a dream business that helps you achieve your goals and create more joy in your life. This podcast is all about all the topics that really matter to you. And it's about giving you everything you need in one place. Mindset, relationships, wellness, lifestyle, money, business, and career. We have it all. This is your one-stop shop for all things personal development meets lifestyle. So pull up a seat, get out a pen and paper, and get ready to learn. It's time to create a life that's better than your dreams with the I Heart My Life show. I'm so excited about this episode because it's such it's a topic that's so near and dear to my heart. And so many people are unaware that they have money blocks or money mindset issues that are causing them to stay stuck, stay at the same financial level, feel like even though they make money, they can't keep money, all of that stuff. And I've been speaking to a lot of women lately, uh, in particular around this topic of money mindset. And some people are really unaware that their money mindset is the biggest issue in their business and in their success. Um, It's not about another marketing strategy. It's not about adding another product. It's not about building out your team. Of course, sometimes that will help. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But a lot of the times it is this internal work that's going to make a huge difference for you. And yet we don't do it or we feel like we already did it once and that's it. We're good to go. And so I want to make sure that you understand that uh, sometimes it's as easy as shifting your mindset or getting the support in that area to expand your capacity to receive. So I'm going to break down 10 different ways that you can know if you have money blocks. And I know that everyone listening is going to resonate with at least one of these (laughs) because you're human. And if you're going to the next level, then even if you've done this work before, most likely more blocks have come up for you. Maybe you resonate with all 10. All right. And regardless, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm going to talk about how to shift these. So let's go ahead and dive in. So number one, how to know if you have money blocks. You're not making the money that you want, period. So the current financial reality that you see yourself in is not an indication of what's possible for you and meant for you. What you desire is what's possible and meant for you. And yet so many of us are stuck in this loop of not making the money that we want and we don't know how to get out of it. I've spoken to a lot of women lately who feel like they've been at the same financial level year after year after year, and I definitely have experienced that as well. And we have to look at our current capacity to receive money. And from my perspective, that always starts with desire. So do you are you clear about the purpose for the money? Are you clear about where you want that money to go? That's one of the first things to look at. So if you're not making the money that you want, there's normally an internal reason for that. We all have a wealth thermostat or our, the, the capacity to receive a certain amount of money. And then we reach that and it's hard for us to go to the next level. And again, sometimes it's about marketing and strategy and we can look at that as well. But most of the time it is that internal level that needs to be shifted and, and that bar needs to be raised. All right. So if you're not making the money that you want, this could be a money block. Now, how do you know if it's a strategy or marketing issue? Well, honestly, I don't know until I get into your business and I see what's going on. But even that oftentimes is a block because your mindset might not be programmed to implement a new strategy or to test something out or to be okay with being a novice at something. 
Okay. It might not be, your mind might not think it's safe to go even bigger or to be more visible. Your mind might not think it's safe to hire the team member. So we always have to start with the mindset and then we can implement the other pieces. All right. Number two, in terms of how to know if you have money blocks, you are negative about money. So, so many people are in this place of, oh my goodness, the economy, no one's buying, I can't sell anything, all of that stuff. So maybe that's you. And the most important thing that you can do to identify whether this is you is to start to observe your thoughts and the words that you're using around money on a daily basis. Okay? I know a lot of people... We've all heard the phrase, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Are you saying that to yourself on a regular basis? I know at one point I thought that back in the day. I was living in London. I had no money. I felt like you know I would go to Starbucks and they would expect a tip or I would get my hair done and she would expect a tip. And I always thought to myself, beggars can't be choosers. And I just have to, I know that that doesn't really pertain to what I just described, but I often thought that as well as, you know, how could I tip somebody when I don't have enough myself and I should just take what I can get. I don't need the best things. And that was always really hard for me. You know, beggars can't be choosers. We can't pick. All of those phrases are really detrimental to our money mindset. And so I would look at, you know, are you negative when it comes to money? Are there things and thoughts that are running through your mind on a regular basis that are really down in the dumps? I often look at money as a relationship. If I thought negative things about my husband on a constant basis, then we definitely would not have a very good relationship. I probably wouldn't even want to be around him and vice versa. So is it the same thing with you and money? Start to observe your thoughts. Uh, number three in terms of knowing if you have money blocks. All of your family and friends are in lack. They're in debt. They're not making the money that they want. They're probably constantly complaining about money. So be the observer of your social circle. Really one of the fastest ways to get yourself into a next level of wealth and abundance is to surround yourself by people who are at that next level. I know for me, when I first signed up for a program that supported me and shifting my money mindset, my coach at the time, she was you know, a multi-million dollar coach. She ended up scaling her business to around $10 million in the next few years when I was working with her. And she was such an expander for me. She was somebody who showed me what was possible. And she also believed in me. Are you around people who do believe in you or are you around people who are constantly bringing you down and telling you that what you want isn't possible? So again, be the observer. And sometimes we can't actually you know, eradicate those relationships or end those relationships. Maybe it is family and, and family is family. You're going to be in their life forever and vice versa. But you can choose to spend less time with them or at least have that awareness that what they're saying and their belief about money is no longer your belief and it's safe for you to have a new belief. It's safe for you to go in a different direction. Number four, number four you don't want to look at your, your bank account. This is a huge one. It definitely was a huge one for me where you every single month, maybe your account goes negative. You don't want to see what's going on. You don't want to look at it. You don't have a positive relationship with your bank account. You avoid it at all costs. Um, again, I would love for you to start to be the observer and see if this is coming up for you. And then you can adopt a mantra as you look in your bank account. Maybe at first it's it's safe for me to look at my bank account. It's safe for me to review my money. I know that more and more is coming to me every single day. 
I see what's in this account and I expect more and more and more every single day. I welcome more. So things like that can help to transform your mindset as you're looking at your bank account. But one of the telltale signs of money blocks is that avoidance of talking about money, looking at money, understanding money, all of that. But what I help, what I think really helps is just to recognize that your current reality is literally just that. It's your current reality. Things can change very, very quickly. Now, I'm not saying that everyone is going to have overnight success in this area. It takes time to build a business. It takes time to build your portfolio, whatever it is that you're doing. But when you start to recognize that things can change, that's a huge step in the right direction. And you start to develop more belief that what you want and desire in terms of money is possible for you. Number five, every time you get a bill, you get anxious or you cringe. So maybe, like me, you get a lot of your bills emailed to you. Maybe you get them texted. Maybe they come in the mail. Regardless, when, you're, when you see that email pop up or when you see that invoice come through, what is your initial reaction? I think a good one is when you look at whether you've hired a coach or a team member, someone supporting you, and you see that, pay, that payment request come through, what is your initial feeling? Is it, oh my goodness, thank goodness for this opportunity. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful for this person. How awesome that I get to work with this person. How awesome that I get to pay them. Or even something as small as the gas bill or the water bill. Is it a constant fear of not having enough or being resentful of needing to pay that bill? Or is it, oh my gosh, so grateful, I get to have water, I get to have a warm home, I'm grateful for this food bill, whatever it is. So really think about that. What is that initial reaction when you see that bill come through? Number six, you're constantly saying, I'd love to, but I can't afford it, even if you say that to yourself. Even if you're not saying that out loud, <laughs> I'd love to, but I can't afford it, is just, it's just such a... Um, a sign of a money block. And it's one of those big ones for many people. And what I do with my clients is I really challenge them to question that narrative. So is it really true that you can't afford it? Number one, have you looked into what something is going to cost? A lot of people say that when they think about hiring a team, or when they think about taking the trip, or they think about buying the outfit. Do you actually know exactly what you want and how much it's going to cost you? Or is the I'd love to but can't afford it loop playing in your head over and over again because that's just what you're used to and that's how the mind is programmed. And if you've never heard the fact that the mind is programmed, think about it like an operating system, like a computer. Our mind is programmed to think in a certain way until we start to change that. And that's why this work is so, so important because you might be using or you might be operating with a system that is in the past. It's from your chapter two and now you're in chapter 12 and you haven't done the work to upgrade. Okay, there's going to be a disconnect. There's a disconnect between what you say you want and your goals and your mindset and being able to get yourself to that next level result. Number seven, you're jealous of people making more money than you. Now, for those of you who have been in my world for a while, you know that I believe that you can use jealousy for good and use it to allow you to show you what it is that you actually want in your life, okay? But a lot of people aren't doing that. They're jealous of other people and they're not using that to show them what's possible and what they can do in their life. And that's an issue. If you're staying in that place of jealousy and resentment of those who have more than you, then 
you are never going to move forward with your own goals. You're just going to be stuck in that toxic loop, okay? And I want you to really understand that. We, whatever we're jealous of, it's it's creating, you know, it could create anxiety. It could create just negative feeling towards feelings towards someone. But when we start to shift that jealousy and show gratitude for it, that shifts us into a place of acknowledgement of what we want, of gratitude for somebody to show for somebody showing us what's possible. It shifts us into possibility for ourselves, belief that it could happen to us or for us as well. And it's a completely different set of emotions. Okay? So I really want you to think about that. So are you jealous of people making more money than you? Well, what if you took all that energy and you and you shifted it into, okay, well, I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to see how they're actually doing that. I'm going to interview them. I'm going to research them. I'm going to buy their course. Can you see how that's so much more productive than staying in a place of jealousy, which is essentially a holding pattern? You're just going to go, you're just going to spin. You're not going to actually take the action to get the result that you are craving. Number eight, you wake up worried about money. Now, we've all been there, all right? But that doesn't have to be your current reality. And frankly, regardless of what the amount is in your bank account, you don't have to wake up worried about money. You can train your mind to operate in a different way, to trust, to believe that anything is possible, to continue to hold on to what you know is meant for you, okay? Instead of being that person who wakes up anxious, you could be that person who starts to wake up grateful. Thank you for another day. I'm so grateful to be here, to be able to have time with my kids, to wake up in this beautiful bed, to wake up warm, to wake up to breakfast, whatever it is. When I started to do gratitude work back in the day, I really started small. I started with writing out 10 things I was grateful for, whether it was a pumpkin spice latte or someone who held open the door for me. I started to track my money. And even, you know, the smallest amount that came in, I would write it down on a piece of paper. You could use a spreadsheet if you wanted to add up, add up, uh, if you want it to add up itself. <laughs> um, and, you know, really shift into that space of, of feeling gratitude versus that anxiety. Okay, so that's a big one. Definitely take a look at that. Number nine, you avoid paying people or pay bills late. So think about your current relationship with money and how you pay. So do you constantly pay things late? Do you owe a bunch of people a bunch of money? What is it that you're putting out into the world that you might be likely to get back? Okay, so remember that you have a chance to make a change. So maybe for you, it's getting on a payment plan with somebody that you owe. Even if you can't pay the full amount right now, is there somebody who you need to make amends with in terms of finances? And you could start that process literally today. What would happen if you started to pay bills right when you got them? Because for many people, you do pay the bill, but for whatever reason, you sit on it instead of paying it right away. So again, ask yourself, are you seeing that, that pattern in your life as well with your clients or people who owe you money? And what's actually going on there? Are you holding on to the invoice because you're worried that you're not going to have enough and you just want to check? Right? I mean, that's another one we could add to this list. Many people are getting to the end of the month, and it's always that they just have enough money, never an overflow. That's definitely a block in itself, okay? So that's another one. I guess we could say we have 11. <laughs> All right, next one. 
Number 10, you spend hours looking for deals or free things versus paying the money for something that would get you more results. So how many people are in this place where they're constantly looking for that coupon code or they're looking for the coupon itself um, or they're waiting for the coupon to come through till they actually make the payment or make the purchase? And I'm all for a good deal, trust me. But is it stunting your growth? Especially when it comes to personal development, so many people will do the free trainings for years and trust me, I go above and beyond in my free trainings, but there's nothing like investing in your next level of success and really going above and beyond for yourself. So again, are you in that loop of, of freebies? Are you in that loop of looking for deals? How many hours are you spending looking for deals instead of just you know moving forward with the thing that you actually want? I know that that really bothers me when it comes to flights. You know, I'll often think, oh, well, maybe it's going to go on sale. Most likely it just goes up. <laughs> but I spent hours researching flights when I could have just bought the thing. And although it might not have been the best price point, I could have spent that time making money elsewhere in a way that serves me and my purpose more so than spending six hours looking for the perfect deal. So really think about that for yourself. I know that there are people who still clip coupons when they go to the grocery store. And again, I'm not saying don't, I, it's, it's important to respect money. It's important to, um, you know, build that relationship of respect when it comes to your finances. But is that cost cutting or that constant deal hunting, hunting hurting you and keeping you stuck and keeping you in a place of, you know, this, this constant loop of always looking for the best deal? I've had people tell me, oh, I never pay full price for anything. Really? Do you expect your clients to pay full price for your work and what it is that you're doing? Are you going to a store and taking a picture of the tag and then looking it up online to see if you can find it at a cheaper price? Again, I'm all for saving money and being respectful of money, but how much time is that taking you? Could you spend your time elsewhere making money or doing things differently? How can you support the economy? How can you support small businesses, right? So get out of that deal frame of mind. One of the other things I want to mention as we wrap up this episode is some of the steps that you can take to really support your mindset. If you resonated with any of these blocks, then you have some money mindset work to do. And that's a great awareness because you want to identify what's stopping you from going to the next level. You want to identify what's going to get you to the results that you're craving and put you in a more abundant frame of mind. So within my company, emilywilliams.com, we have multiple money mindset programs to support you. Awareness is really that first starting step, starting block, right? It's that piece that's going to help you, you know, get the roadmap of where you want to go. And then having accountability, having people support you, getting coaching, being in a high vibe environment is going to shift things so dramatically. Really just imagine that next year, everything could be completely different for you. Next month, things could be completely different. All right. Then the final piece I want to leave you with is this little, um, it's not really a quote, but this little, little teaching that I heard from one of my clients actually. So she was doing a training on health and wellness, and she quoted a oncologist that her friend who had cancer actually saw years ago. 
And this oncologist told her friend that the body can only hold one emotion, either fear, striving, protection, or love, serving, and surrender. So either fear or love. So I want you to ask yourself, when you think about money, are you in a place of fear or love? Because the body can only hold one. Your mind can only hold one. We only have one thought at a time. We might think we have many thoughts, but we really can only hold one thought at a time. So are you in a space of fear or love when it comes to money? If it's fear, please go to my website, emilywilliams.com. Sign up for something. Okay, there's lots of money mindset uh, opportunities there. Get out of fear and get into love so that you can start to attract all of the wealth that you are craving, the abundance in your life, the joy in your life, the happiness in your life. And it's not just about the money. We all know that. We know what happens when we create more wealth in our life. We also know that lack in one area oftentimes spills into another. Maybe you have a lack of money, but you also have a lack of time. Okay? So start to shift that. You owe it to yourself and your family. Things can change dramatically, and I can support you in getting there. All right, I'll talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag IHurtMyLifeShow. That's hashtag IHurtMyLifeShow. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, and leave a review. Because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. Please remember everything you desire is meant for you and possible. Keep showing up, taking action, and believing in your dreams.